This is Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. Hey guys, I hope everyone's having a great day today, and it's great to finally be back. I'm sorry for the about a month absence. I've had some technical difficulties, and I've needed to get these fixed, so we are finally up and rolling. It means the world to me that you would take a little bit of your time out of your week and join me as we invest in ourselves as leaders, as business owners, as parents, and as humans. If you are new with me, I release a new episode every week. And as always, I want to say a thank you when you post on social media and help get the word out. It means a lot to me. I'm going to work hard to bring valuable content in a short period of time, and it's a gift when you spread the word and help others know about it. Also, when you rank it or review it on iTunes, that actually helps get the show more visibility. So for those of you who take a minute to respond, if this is helpful to you, Thank you. If you want to write in and ask any questions, leave any comments, really anything, you can do so by writing to brianquickpodcast at gmail.com. You can also go to www.brianquick.net and contact me through there. So what I'm going to be talking about today is to understand how to protect your ideas. The first thing I want to talk about is your IP, which means your intellectual property. IP refers to something that is produced as a result of creativity. IP can include tangible goods, um, such as individual works of books, of art, or films, or intangible things like ideas and processes. Um, It could mean logos, uh, words, and slogans associated with your brand also fall under the IP umbrella, as well as personas and likeness and voices. Intellectual property refers to something that is produced as a result of creativity. So let's create a business example here. This person sells visual marketing services for small and medium businesses. Let's call her Alex. Alex has a unique business name. She designs the website themes and logos herself and has developed a new process for creating logos and themes from a software that she created. So her intellectual properties include her logo, her business name, brand tagline and slogan, her software software she created for designing themes and logos, the actual website theme design, and the actual logo designs themselves. Now, let's say if Alex discovered that another company was using or selling any of her intellectual properties, she would likely have grounds for legal action. The challenge, however, is that proving IP rights belong to her and proving that the design or logo being used for sold is close enough to be considered IP theft. However, if Alex would have protected her work through copyrights, patents, and trademarks, her legal right to the IP would be more clear-cut. Now, what I want to do now is give you a better understanding of what the difference is between copyrights, patents, and trademarks so that you know which is best to use for your business and for your company. Okay, So, let's first start with copyrights. A copyright protects unique works of art created by an individual in a tangible medium. Works that qualify for copyright protection include books, paintings, films, songs, poetry, and software. So a copyright holder has the exclusive right to reproduce the work, publicly perform, display, distribute, or sell the work, and create derivative works. Now, with um, now somebody like Alex, who has created logos and has her own software, okay? So her designs would need to be registered individually for copyright protection. 
That's about $35 a pop in the U.S., okay? Um, protecting every design is currently what she should be doing. For other people, I would say it depends on the design and how too distinctive it is and how much you honestly care about it. Um, for me, personally, I have a lot of different products. So things that are a little bit more unique are especially important to protect, okay? So copyright protects unique works of art created by an individual in a tangible medium. So registration is not mandatory for copyright to exist, okay? It is technically implied the moment the unique work is created. However, to exercise your legal rights in the case of copyright infringement, it is advisable to register it officially. Now, in the United States, a copyright lasts for the life of the creator plus 70 years. Let me repeat that. The copyright lasts for the life of the creator plus 70 years. Now, I want to talk about trademarks, okay? Trademarks. Trademarks refer to logos, brand names, and even slogans that identify a business and distinguish it from others. So, like a copyright, a trademark can exist without registration, simply through the use of unique marks in association with your brand. Um, registration, however, establishes your legal ownership and right to exclusive use. Trademarks do not expire, provided the proper paperwork is filed at required intervals, and the trademarked logo or brand name continues to be used regularly in association with your business, okay? So third, let's talk about a patent. A patent protects your rights to an invention, a process, or even machinery. Patents can be held for 15 to 20 years, depending on the type issued. Now, let's say somebody, let's say somebody stole Alex's work. What does she need to do? Okay, not everybody has the capital to be able to protect themselves so aggressively. But I would say if you notice it being an issue, I would, re I would suggest to her to take immediate action to protect her herself legally so that if she has to go after somebody, she has the federal copyright to back her up. Now, before you, for your personal self, pursue the matter, consider whether it is offending work qualifies as a copyright infringement under the federal copyright law. Okay, so I'm going to read you a few questions that I have uh, studied up and learned that I actually had to ask myself for my business. One, is your work protected by a valid copyright or is it eligible for registration? Okay, number two, does the alleged infringing party have access to your work? Do they have, uh, you know, for example, could they have seen the work on a website or in a store? Do they have access to it? And number three, does the use of the work fall outside of the exceptions to the law? Example, the fair use doctrine. In some cases, use of copyrighted work may be protected under the fair use, allowing a court to reduce the damages if the infringing party can establish grounds for an exception. Now, determining fair use depends on several factors, including the purpose of the use, the nature of the work, and the impact on the market of the original work. Now, did you answer yes to any of these questions? If so, next you need to hire a copyright lawyer. A legal professional can help you register a copyright for the work even after the infringement has occurred. If you haven't already protected your work, you can still do so. However, published works copyrighted more than three months, three months after publication no longer qualify for statutory damages, which is a set amount of damages per work. Okay, so let me repeat this. A legal professional can help you register a copyright for the work even after the infringement has occurred. The Copyright Office, though, it administrators the law and provides registration. It does not enforce copyright law. If you believe that your work has been copied, 
The matter may be solved simply via a warning or a cease and desist letter from your lawyer, which includes a copy of the copyright certificate. Okay, if you are seeking damages, the next steps would be to involve filing a petition for a copyright infringement injunction or lawsuit, and the case would be settled by federal courts. Okay, if you're just starting out and can't afford to hire representation, there are plenty of resources for free or low-cost legal advice Okay, out there. So, in other words, she, Alex, or you, needs to go after the copycats, okay, including most recently um, people who, whoever has most recently copied it, okay? She needs to retroactively protect her designs. The legal uh, woes haven't slowed down Alex's growth, though, so that's good. Now, if anything, the experience has been motivating. Now, why am I telling you this little backstory? Because, guys, let learning and feeling be an experience. Let learning and feeling be a learning experience, okay? It needs to be an experience. It needs to be an experience. If you haven't done this stuff, don't fret. It's just advisable. I would look into it because it's very important. Thank you so much for being a part of bringing value to you community. It means the world that you invest a little bit of time with me every week. Thank you for sharing on social media. Thank you for getting the word out and reviewing on iTunes. Remember, be who you are designed to be. You have everything you need right now to keep moving forward in your calling and purpose. Thanks again for tuning in for another episode of Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. As I mentioned, I will have a new episode dropping every single week. Be sure to subscribe to the first to know about it. Plus, you may want to contact me for any questions or comments, and you can contact me at www.brianquick.net. Hey, if you're a drummer or you know someone who is, and they want to achieve success in the music industry, you or they need to sign up for the Drum Camp in August, this August 5th. Okay, in Nashville, Tennessee. You can sign up with the link in the show description. This camp is going to be full of information on how to market yourself, how to connect, how to get busy, and of course, a lot of playing. Hey guys, one thing left. You can one thing left you could do to help me out. You could rate the show. You can review the show and subscribe on iTunes. It is one small way you can help me get the word out and help others around the world. Again, thanks again for joining me on Bringing Value to You with Brian Quick. See you next time.